Welcome to Conspiracy Beer Me. I am Justin. I'm Shane. And you are listening to the podcast, Making Conspiracies Fun Again. Today, our topic, the raw material to be crazy. Oh, that's good. I like that. Hell yeah. The raw. The raw. The law of one. Perfect. Uh, This is a a crazy, crazy, big-time conspiracy theory that we... Probably will not be the last time that this this comes up, but I'm excited to talk about it. Excited yeah. uh, that uh, I'm drinking a Hopfly beer. Thank you, Hopfly Brewing, for yeah. uh, supporting us. This is the Crunch Time Lager, which we've said lots of good things about. So if you're in uh, Rocky Mount or Charlotte, stop at their brewery, or if you see in a, in a bottle shop here where they distribute, yeah. distribute, try it out. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, the lager's our favorite, but they have tons of great beers. Um, we're running low, so we got to restock. Got to re-up. Yeah, but it's great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks again, uh, Hopfly. Yeah, we, uh, we've been doing all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, thanks for supporting us. If you're not a patron or on Spotify Premium, you get bonus episodes, which mm-hmm. are really, really fun. We recently talked about uh, this horrific woman. Yeah. Georgia Tan. Real bad lady. Abducted like 5,000 children she, in the, yeah. Yeah, the 30s. She was the Cruella de Vil of kids. The real, the real life, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was like the woman in Orphan Annie that was the bitch. The yeah, one, yeah. You know? She, yeah. That was her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, uh, so you get kind of bonus episodes. kind of fun. Um, other than that, I'm ready to jump into Me the, too. the law of one. And uh, to do it, we've got a, a very special guest here in the studio with us. Uh, he's from New York, so you'll notice an accent. But he's a Raleigh, uh, uh, lives in Raleigh now, comedian, does a lot of fun stuff. Uh, we spoke on the show, Brian McGinnis. Hey, what's up? I'm from New York over here. <laughs> what's going on, guys? What up? Yeah, where where in New York are you from? Grew up in Massapequa. Massapequa. Seinfeld, Buttafuco. Oh, yeah. D. That's Snyder. on Long Island? Is that on Long Island? Yeah, Long Island. Nice. Uh, the Baldwins. A lot of, that's oh, actually wow. a ton of famous people. And then uh, the last 20 years in Queens or Manhattan. Queens okay. okay. Yeah. 5,000 kids. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I have two, and I can't even imagine. Yeah, I yeah. cannot even imagine. It's Horrific crazy. story. I bet. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. You ducked one, you're an asshole. Five thousand is five thousand is a lot. That's yeah. the next level. You get that's, an award in her defense. She made a lot of money doing it. Oh, uh, well, that's so, true. Yeah. I mean, Wait, how I'm, much are we talking? I'm, I'm against, uh, <laughs> I'm against kidnapping, but I'm uh, I'm for capitalism. <laughs> yeah, so, like yeah, you know. And the crazy thing is, she all just. Kept them under a giant hoop skirt and just walked around, just plucking them all under there. She Nobody kept knew. Say, she kept like saying, "This is my new side hustle." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. Man. <laughs> wow, what a great TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> here's what you do: you lure a kid <laughs> into your van. Hashtag hustle. And uh, yeah, <laughs> crazy. Um, I make five thousand dollars a week just in my side hustle, yeah. stealing kids. Yeah, exactly. I influence kids. I'm an influencer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I influence kids to get into this van. Yeah. It's a very yeah. sad story, Jeez. though. It's oh, really yeah. terrible. I, don't, I can't believe we're making fun of it now. Yeah. It's well because we, we don't. Yeah, it's it's. We to actually talk about the gory details. Right. No, it's time plus tragedy equals right. comedy, and we recorded that episode a half hour ago. It's fine. There you go. Well, we have a beer now. <laughs> yeah. I've had a burrito and a beer. Yeah. So now it's all funny. Yeah. Um, my goodness. So you, I'm guessing, like yeah. uh, most people listening, Brian, you do have no idea what the law of one is. You've never heard of Don Elkins at mm, all. I don't think so. Okay. Heard well, the law of three, like when you're a comic, is it no, similar no, to yeah. that? This yeah, is the, the, three. The, the, the law of one <laughs> is a all-encompassing uh, theology of sorts. But to get to understand even how we get to that point, you need to know a little bit about how. The teachings of the law of one came to be. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started in uh, 1962 with a very interesting guy named Don Elkins. Uh, Don Elkins uh, was very a very smart guy, mm. 
And he began uh, to experiment with uh, channeling where you can channel uh, other entities Mm. through a person who was uh, called the instrument. Mm. Um, And he was a solid dude. I mean, he had had his own... he, he was an accomplished engineer. He's in a kickball league on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, Real yeah, nice guy. Guy. Really yeah. nice guy. Uh, he was the head of the University of Alaska's mechanical engineering. Yeah, okay. I mean, how hard is that job to get? Let's yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's probably three guys who yeah, go for that job. I don't, yeah. I, I don't think that, Shout out to Alaska. Yeah, what up? I don't, think, I don't know about the University of Alaska's... <laughs> I don't know. The, the university might have been brand new in 60. Right. I don't yeah. know how long they've had a university. Didn't yeah. Alaska become a state in like the 50s? I think so, right? When did we buy that? It's really know. late. Yeah. Surprisingly late. Yeah. I didn't realize Like, that. I yeah. think my parents remember when Alaska Whoa, became a state. Really? That, er, that, that, take a wow, guess. Okay. I, think, I, think it's, I think it's post-1950. Now we got to Google this shit. I'm going to look yeah. it up right now. Okay. Is that part of the Louisiana purchase? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and we'll throw in this giant <laughs> chunk yeah. of ice. 1959. That's crazy. That's crazy. I told you it was late, what? man. Yeah. Who owned it before? You know, people Russia. alive then. Russia. Oh, yeah. What a dumb thing for them what, to get rid of. What a of. stupid thing. Why I'm would like, they do that? Dude, we they could have had, they're worried about NATO, and they could have been in our backyard. Right. This is called even for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a really bad. We don't like this thing, the shape that goes. Uh, Why did we buy bridge? it, though? I mean. I don't know. Oil. Oil. Oh, it's yeah. got to be, right? Gotta I think be. it's tons of oil, which is crazy because it's all ice. But Yeah, then I, why did they sell it? Dude? What a dumb move, Russia. Yeah, Jokes on you, Putin. I, I have a cousin who moved to Alaska from Jersey. Right, he has okay. five kids, all girls, and uh, in, in our cousin group group chat, he's always just like, "Hey guys, beautiful day in Alaska." And he'll show like a beautiful, like awesome, amazing, oh yeah, picture, perfect. But then he'll be like, "You know, one of my neighbors slipped under the ice and never came back up yesterday." It's like all the what? time, all the time, like people oh my just God. disappear. He's like, he's always like, "Hey, this is great," but and it's like, oh, wah, wow. wah. it's kind of Debbie Downersville over there. Yeah, but really, it's beautiful, but it's like one of the highest suicide rates right. in the world. I think. Oh yeah, because they don't get enough light. Yeah, yeah. it's this miserable. Is, this is not at all on topic, but that's okay. We bought Alaska in 1959. What do you think we paid for Alaska? Mm. Ooh, I just looked it up. I think it was just a second round draft pick. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say uh, 33 million. Oh, the Louisiana purchase was. I think that was free. I think we like won't we won't, <laughs> yeah. won't kill you anymore. Let's say you're making a big deal, so it must be either really high or really low. Let's say like twelve, 12. million. Seven point two million. Whoa! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Your friend's house is worth more than that. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I was at a house wow. recently that's worth more than Alaska was, and I mean, again, granted, inflation. It's probably like. It was two cents an acre. I think that's we got a crazy. new uh, new episode coming soon. If you guys do, what what was really going on? In yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Seriously. That's crazy. That's um, wild. So I just don't know because in nineteen he was the head of the engineering department in nineteen sixty to sixty one. So Alaska, <laughs> yeah. like, so maybe they bought it for the college. It was already there. Like, <laughs> yeah, we don't have to build a college. This is great. Um, so I don't know that it was a real stout, but 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 he then he became a, a professor of mechanical engineering at the University of Louisville. Okay. All right. All right. So he was legit. Sure. Legit. Um, he did leave that tenured position to fly a jet, a Boeing jet, uh, so that it gave him more free time uh, to devote to his passion. Just for funsies to fly the jet or like? That was his job. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which I, in my mind, I was like, that doesn't check out to me. Right. Like, he has more time as a jet pilot than he yeah. did as a college professor. Every college professor I knew that with tenure didn't do shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Two hours a week. Then. Yeah. I yeah. was like, what did you, what do you, you teach class? 
three three days yeah. a week. Yeah. Well, we're already questioning this guy, so that's good. It's good. <laughs> um, be the- but I, but he but but he wanted what he said was he wanted to devote more time to his passion, which was UFOlogy. Okay. Nice. In the I can get by that. And so he spent uh, his own money and time and flew his own plane all around the world to talk to lots of people that had paranormal experiences, a lot of people that had been abducted by aliens or had seen aliens. Okay. He was a regular, like, he was like a Fox Mulder type. Okay, like yeah. He, he was, uh, um, he had this really great quote that I read, and it was about... Um, if you if if you go into something with doubt, you will always find a way to prove it wrong. Like the only uh, way to hmm. truly do paranormal research is with a complete neutrality. Huh. That's, yeah, that's or a, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. or gullibility. Even gull, he was like gullibility is even better than than people that are hostile. Like if you go in as a skeptic, oh, you yeah, will prove yeah. it wrong to yourself. Well, it's the way they say. Uh, if you, a lot of people are like, oh, hypnotism is bad because you can hypnotize somebody and they'll make them do anything it's like you can only be hypnotized if you want to be hypnotized is that right? that's one thing they don't tell okay. you is yeah. that you have to be open to believing it works before wanna, it actually i want to be hypnotized yeah then it'll work i don't know man i mean i used to do it to kids all the time in high school <laughs> did you really yeah i got in trouble for it dignitized yeah that's right i was like watch the <laughs> pendulum <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, in 1955, uh, this guy, Don Elkins, founded a group called the L-slash-L Research, and he began experimenting with his mechanical engineering kind of mind. Very, very uh, scientific. He was really committed to the scientific method and things. Okay. He, he started experimenting with things like uh, AIDS regression hypnosis. Are you familiar with No. So, Do you believe you're a younger age or something? Yeah. No, you it pulls memories, right? From you when you were younger. Memory younger? from when you're younger, and oh. it can even pull memories from prior lifetimes. Now, this is a controversial paranormal form of hypnosis, but there's a lot of credible evidence that it actually works. That's cool. Like people yeah. have had memories of past lives, and then it's like, I lived in a big white house on 52 Cherry Lane in Minneapolis, and then they're like, "Oh, here's 52." Che- no, that's they like perfectly describe like a house. That's, for a that's awesome. I so, love somewhere. Yeah. Um, so he was just doing all this stuff as LLL research. He's a pilot, and he's just sort of vigorously investigating and collecting data and information on paranormal and especially UF stuff. And he visited UFO contactees all over the country, and one place he went was to Detroit, Michigan, for a group of contactees who had developed a message of channeling that was shared with him. And in, in channeling, they, uh, they had been given some information by extraterrestrials to sort of duplicate the channeling process, kind of like instructions for the channeling process. Right now, if you're confused about what the channeling process is, um, that's okay. We'll talk about perfect. That, right. Um, so Elkin takes these protocols back with him, and now that I say this, this is before. This is why he was still a professor. So in 1962, he says to some of his mechanical engineering students, "Hey, I'm doing an experiment. It's nothing to do with class. Hmm. If you'd like to volunteer, I'm looking for." like 12 to 13 people who want to do this experiment. Watch the dick you love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is something you could probably only get away with yeah. in the 1960s. Right. I mean, yeah. like if you're a professor 
in 2020 is like, would you like to be? <laughs> Here's directions to my house. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's not that's, yeah. no, not gonna fly. Um, pool party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the 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 idea behind this is that uh, you you through these protocols, one can enter into an almost hypnotic unconscious state where through you you can channel other entities mm-hmm. right and they will speak through you correct they will speak through you mm-hmm. you are an instrument and the way that it works is uh a lot like um radio frequency tuning they're gonna say beetlejuice like the no oh, yeah the, the, the very dinner, similar. The dinner yeah. party scene. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the way that, that they describe these protocols is essentially like you're essentially tuning your brain and your body to become an instrument to channel this other entity wow. through. Which, from a scientific basis, has merit, I think. Yes. If we look at, you know, all everything in life is vibration. If you can tune yourself to whatever the vibration is you want to experience, you should be able to experience it. Can you just talk to your pets this way then? Is that a thing? Because you, you would think how many times have you looked at your, your cat and just be like, "What the fuck are you saying?" Yeah, like, I wonder, right. just yeah. say say one word, yeah. just one word. So I want to know what yeah. you're thinking, yeah. right? Like, I assume you would have to have the same concept of language to be able to do that. That'd be amazing to be to, to, to talk to your cat. right. So you could channel, but it would just be garbly gook or mm. yeah, they're not they're not coming at you in English. No, you still just they're get just the like, meows. This I like this food better than this food. Right? Yeah. Have you seen that where they've created these buzzers for animals though? Yeah, with all the word like single words and. They know that, like, I want to go outside, and they buzz that. Yeah. They want, I want like food. dogs and chimps. Yeah, yeah cats yeah. don't care. No, cats don't give a fuck. <laughs> cats do not give a they fuck. Do what they no, they, they, they're just somewhere laying out in the highest point in the research yep. lab. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Judging. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in 1962, a woman uh, meets Elkin and, and decides to join uh, his uh, channelers, and her name was Carla Ruckert. Okay. Um, she was a student. And she was the 13th person in there. And for the first month, six months to a year, all the channeling produced were uh, uh, a cacophony of guttural sounds, Mm. slurps, tongue flops. She described tongue flops, which I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Like Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I got a fun story about him off air. Oh, hell yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, uh, like, she she claimed that, like, it was impossible for her not to laugh for the first (laughs) time. Oh, yeah. It's all slurps and tongue flop. My professor's crazy. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and what's weird is that that, uh, that that these people are in an unconscious state. Like they've done the meditative work to get into this sort of state. And then the noises they produce are just unintelligible right. noises. Hmm. And they're like, well, this isn't working. Yeah. Would you think though, if you get to that point, you're like, hey, at least it's something. Yeah, you yeah, no, no, no. let, Let's keep going. Wouldn't you like yeah. be like, holy shit, that's this is how something? Describe yeah, yeah right? I describe them exciting. as promising, yeah. But, yeah. but but not particularly useful. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then a breakthrough comes. Ooh. And the uh, one of the contactees from the Detroit group visited them to sort of see how things were going, mm-hmm. and he said. Uh, uh, well, he sat down and he got into the state and he was almost immediately contacted by a telepathic impression. And so he's like, and he starts speaking in a voice like not his own. So now somebody, he's channeling something and the voice says, why don't you speak the thoughts that are on your mind? We hmm. are attempting to use you as instruments of communication 
but you are all blocked through fear that you will not be speaking the proper words. Oh, interesting. Through the instrument, Walter Rogers of Detroit, Michigan, the group was instructed to refrain from analysis, to speak the thoughts, and to analyze the communication only after it had been completed. So in other words, they were trying to interpret what was being said to them. Right. And they were like, just channel. Mm. Just channel what's said. Right. You'll figure yeah. it out later. Just talk like you're drunk. Yeah. Don't think about what you're saying. <laughs> no filter. Yeah, yeah no yeah. filter. Yeah. Like, we've all seen the, like, like, when you see people speaking in tongues. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I live with a guy that would get, uh, he called it getting slain in the spirit. And he would speak in tongues. How long did you really? live with this guy? I'd be there for about a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was not. He was uh, probably schizophrenic. He had, he would he would get deeply involved in this religious cult, and then he would get help, and he would back away from it. Oh, interesting. And he was an unreal guitar player, like off the charts unreal. And he would buy a guitar and start playing uh, heavy metal. And then he would pull him into what he called was the demons. And then, then he would go back to the cult and get saved again. And then he would speak in tongues. Wild. And then, Talk about a roller coaster. So, yeah, it was roller coasters. <laughs> you never yeah. knew if George was going to ripping on guitar yeah. or if he was going to be like, ah, yeah. that's so wild that he would think music was the worst of those. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he never did the dishes. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no. <laughs> Man, he would like buy CDs and then smash them when he, when he, in like, Eventually, we were like, this is when CDs were kind of valuable. Oh, right, right, yeah. Next time God tells you to smash those CDs, (laughs) why don't you just give them (laughs) to the rooms? Roommates, man. Uh, (laughs) uh, So uh, this guy really breaks it open for him. And within a month, uh, people, except for Carla... Uh, started to channel transmissions. It was she kept getting slurps. Yeah, I'm like, getting slurps, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. The phone's going yeah what's going on? <laughs> oh yeah. Jesus, uh, yeah. that was gross. Yeah. So car. Uh, so they they what they're learning is it took a while for them to kind of, as they said, tune into the frequency. Yeah. Um, and once they did, uh, they well, do do they do they do that mentally or is there like. Are they hooked up to something to make them do They like, twist like, their nipples. It's a like tune-in Tokyo. That, yeah. Like, is that like a mental thing? Like tune in that way? Or do you it's, know? It's it's very new age hokey. Okay. I mean, like to our to our 2020 sensibilities. Gotcha. A bunch of people in a room, some chanting. You need at least three people. Yeah. There's an interpreter. There's a cha- there's an instrument. And there's all these protocols that you follow. Okay. This is energy and there's this meditation. It's not something that like... Although there are, there, we could we could get the rules, we could get the sure. protocol, and we could try it. Right here, I mean, it's available to everybody. <laughs> nice, yeah. but uh, I've been doing it my whole life. I don't know who's talking. Yeah, <laughs> is there a medicine man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like? <laughs> um, well, the the uh, eventually Carla um, becomes the most important of the instruments. Oh. She finally figures it out, and oh. she's sort of been chosen as the instrument who's contacted by an extraterrestrial by the name of Ra. R.A. Heck yeah. Yeah, and you've probably heard of the name Ra before, correct? I know R.A. the Rugged Man, the rapper from Long Island. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know yeah. the Egyptian Yes, yes, of course. Egyptian, yeah, that's the yeah. same mm-hmm. guy. Same, same Ra. Right. Now, now this is where we pause. Imagine he had to prove I, I swear <laughs> yeah. on him. Come on, Two lady. forms of ID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, we, we, we pause and, and because when most of us think of extraterrestrial, right, what we're thinking of is we're thinking of like little green men or maybe even more so like just UFOs generally. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right? 
That's not what Elkin and many people in his circle and in this this sort of world of, of uh, paranormal think about extraterrestrials. They're not beings that can come and go here like you know like just humans in a different from a different planet yeah they're they're dimensional okay. beings. does that make sense i think so so like in other words like aliens that can fly here via uh, uh, a ufo they live in our same dimension right third dimension third dimension mm-hmm. yeah or the fourth i don't know which one it is right but we're in three dimensions we're currently. in 3d mm-hmm Okay, I thought time made it the fourth dimension. No, that makes it the third. Third. Doesn't it? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure fourth. once you get into fourth dimensions, you're dealing with like crazy shapes crazy that don't stuff. exist okay. in our reality. Uh, all right, well, right then, there. in any case, they're, they, they're, they're, obviously by the fact that they can come here, they're in our world. These are the, Ra is a, is a being that's beyond our dimension. He's not from the same dimension mm. as, as we are. And there's a lot of these extraterrestrials, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so uh, Carla is contacted by Ra, and he transmits to her the teachings of the law of one. Uh, and these transmissions through the instrument of Carla were meticulously transcribed and recorded into the book of the law of one. And they have audio tapes of all these sessions. Yes. Which is crazy. Uh, I am raw, the law of one, though beyond limitations of name, as you call vibratory sound complexes, may be approximated by stating that all things are one, that there is no polarity, no right or wrong, no disharmony, but only identity. All is one, and that one is love, light, light, love, the infinite creator. That's from session four of 106 different sessions so she's saying this yeah she's, she is she's saying, under a trance so to speak and she's under a mm-hmm. trance this comes out of her mouth her mouth but not her voice or we don't know it, it, oh yeah, yeah good question huh yeah, yeah, i think know. it's her voice so. yeah and they ask raw invites them to ask questions yeah um so uh we're gonna uh we're gonna look at some of these and i think you'll you know so like When's a McRib coming back? <laughs> yeah. You know, so, this, yeah. so this is uh this is one of the there's a couple sites that uh have all the material channeled by LNL research. Um but you can see like the this one has all 106 uh sessions, and then you can go to any session and and they're talking about something. Why don't you just pick a random number in between? My birthday is February nineteenth. Let's okay, go. Okay, let's see right. what what was going down. It's gonna be nuts night. if it says your name. It'd be nice if I could click on it. There you go. Okay, I am raw. I greet you in the love and light of the infant creator. Creator, we communicate now. And uh, so let's look down here. What I'd like to know first is: Do all entities make a transition from second to third destiny, or are there some entities who have never gone through density? What did I say? Destiny. Destiny. Density. density is very key for this. Yeah, there's these. Wait, is de- that from Back to the Future? You are my density. density. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah there, uh, there's these. Uh, there's I think six densities according to Ra, and each it's like octaves on a. On yeah. A, on a so humans are third density, density beings. Being. Raw's a six. Is like four. Yeah, just, right. That's yeah, right. Shaped like a Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ra is like a a, a sixth density being. Mm-hmm. Um, so now here they're just talking about the different uh, densities that people and how that do works. You, and do you see how he answers each question? 
I am, I am raw. raw every time. I am raw. I, am raw. I would Always. be like, we get All. it. You're yeah. raw. Yeah. Who else would we be talking to? Uh, go I'm to- Brian Fellows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm Brian Fellows. <laughs> go back and click on, this one's a little bit tougher if we click yeah. the numbers, but if you go to the glossary or the categories on the right. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So click on uh, Bigfoot. So they what they've done here is pretty interesting. Yeah. They have like a... So yeah, you can oh, look at he, all he mentions these things, things in the. He does. Yeah, okay, so okay. these are like. So you look uh, at these. Maybe these search for Bigfoot. Is you know That's sexual energy transfer. Okay, we'll look at that one. So you have all these, you know, you know, negative path. I like this not answered. He just didn't answer a question. Uh, he talks about densities. It's like your Google Home energy centers, healing, right? Raw white magic, wanderers, UFOs. So all these, you know, you can go to the website lawofone.info, and you can like, if you want to see what raw. The ancient this this ancient density being sixth density being, who's the same raw that has been helped build the pyramids and, mm. and uh, apparently that one all failed because the people weren't ready to like yeah we, we, they weren't as advanced as we are now yeah I think what they say is the pyramids were initial and you can click on it uh, but pyramids pyramids were built to be kind of these energy centers that helped spread this love message and uh, it didn't really work so Ra actually left Earth. According to this mythology and this these teachings, Ra it. left Earth because he, he failed at his job I of moving us into fourth density. Right. Yeah. And you can see that, you know, it just talks about here are the two purposes of the, the pyramids. Properly oriented initiation for those who wish to become purified or initiated. And then carefully guide the initiates to develop a healing of the people with whom they sought to aid and Imagine she just went home and just researched all this for the night. The next day, she has all this like bullshit exactly ready to go. She yeah, goes, yeah, I know it's crazy. One hundred six more of these. I know. <laughs> What's interesting? So we t- mentioned the densities a little bit, but the way Rod describes it, I think, and this is we've just barely touched the surface, and we don't know a ton about this. But you know, you have six densities, and what they say is Earth people of Earth are third density beings. We need to evolve to fourth density beings. It also describes like why are there Bigfoot here and why are there right aliens and things like that and it's like well some of those are third density beings from other planets that graduated from second density beings and came here and and they say what happens uh are you going to talk about the harvest later have you talked about that no okay so the harvest basically once you read a certain stage of enlightenment you are harvested to move on to the next phase next next phase wow it's crazy and the next phase is often are on different planets which is yeah i know right um get me out of here (laughs) i know yeah so you know here's a Thing about sexual energy transfer. You Type know? in Bigfoot in the search. The Bigfoot one's pretty interesting to me. Uh, um, yeah, Bigfoot is a, is an interdimensional being. <laughs> yeah, here um, we go. All right, yeah. three types of Bigfoot. Oh, third is a thought form. One is Shaquille O'Neal. He wears a twenty. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So this is there Bigfoot. Was. You know, he goes into great detail about why the Bigfoots are here and. Why you can't find, find them. them and all this stuff. Yeah. It's like so. This thing, if you go back and again look at the categories, it's a really striking amount of information on sort of a theory of everything. Yeah, and it's all related to like what I said in the beginning. This thing is that it can all kind of be distilled, if you will, into this idea that all things are one. Mm-hmm. There is no like we are we are all one thing. Mm. Right now, we are experiencing life in this form mm-hmm. because of where we are in this, this, this organization of, of stuff. And all this came to be, and what's important for me, because what we're going to talk about next, is that like all this came because these people figured out how to channel extraterrestrial entities through these protocols that, mm-hmm. they, that they, they got. How is this still not going on? It, it is. It is? It, it, yeah, oh, there's definitely people that Good. still... 
They stopped um, talking to Ra a while ago, but they communicate with him. Yeah, right yeah, exactly. They're yeah. like, we know, stop saying you're Ra. <laughs> uh, but they, they have tons of interviews with other entities, apparently. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and, you know, uh, there there are people, uh, and, and Shane shared one with me before the show, This that have some uh, critiques of this. Uh, there was another really famous paranormal uh, researcher uh, named, uh, I forget his first name, Puharic. Oh, something like that, yeah. Alex Puharic, I think. And he was an investigator who had several weird patents to his, to his name, to his credit. Uh, most of them involved auditory patents for like hearing aids and also sort of communication through hearing aids wirelessly. And he, through channeling, contacted what were called the nine elder gods, mm-hmm. one of whom was Ra. And at least one uh, critic said that the notion of Ra didn't enter into Elkin's channeling until he and this woman Mm. visited him, Gertz visited him, and then that's where they got the idea from. They weren't looking for Ra, you're saying. He just, or looking for someone like that? The criticism, well, here's a couple theories on it. Mm. One theory is that this is all just a a hoax. Right. This is all just bullshit. Mm -hmm. And... That theory to me doesn't make a lot of sense. And the main reason it doesn't make a lot of sense is because they've made no money off of this. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like they pretty much self-published all their books and they're available through mail order. But they, I mean, yeah. like like at some point they they had money for a little while to do research. And then when it ran out, they all had second jobs. They don't, they don't, they're not constantly asking you for money. You don't even go to their website and have like a, like donate, a Wikipedia uh, page. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, if they were trying to run a, a con, it's a really bad con. Yeah, real bad. They're much better uh, channeling. Channel, it, it's not, yeah. <laughs> than making money. My problem yeah. most mornings mm-hmm. is that I wake up. This is the normal for me. I sure. wake up, do the Wordle. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, do the New York Times spelling bee, and I start playing chess, and I can't get out of bed. Oh yeah, once you're once you're locked in, it's like, why do I need to leave this thing? Right, and I'm just like, and I, the, and, but when I when I, that's the problem for me is the motivation to get going. Yeah, but for me, when I do magic mind, mm-hmm. even when I just like, you know, like coffee is like this, like if if I prep the coffee the night before, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, all I have to do is push a button. Yeah, with magic mind, I'm like, all I have to do is take that shot. Yeah, and I am jacked yeah that stuff's awesome uh and it's very pavlovian like it's something where i like i like just look forward to like you smell coffee in the morning that's what i'm saying i'm ready to go yeah i know i'm sitting there waiting for exactly i'm like like whoop and i'm supercharged this stuff keeps you uh up and alert and motivated uh cleanly i think that's how i feel yeah i i I just feel like my focus is so improved and Mm -hmm. i don't i don't ever get the spike even with coffee i get a spike yeah yeah usually that spike ends up in the toilet (laughs) yeah right Uh, yeah but but uh but with magic mind it's like a i'm just like yeah okay and uh, and i think i told you once i I write a list down of stuff i have to get done every day Mm -hmm. and a lot of times i'll look back at the end of the day and i'm like all i've gotten done is drink yeah yeah on that list yeah uh so you write, put drinking on your list no i don't put drinking <laughs> on the list it just goes along with comedy sure. if i have to like, yeah, a absolutely show, yeah but with magic mind 
it's like I'll be like, oh shit, my list is my list is done. Let yeah, me go, let me go. Knock yeah, some other stuff out. So. It's crazy. Yeah, I've I've found myself to be way more motivated, uh, more apt to get stuff done on that list for sure. And I was looking at the ingredients, and one of the big ingredients is matcha. It's bright green matcha. If you don't know, is a uh, it's just a green tea, but it's... Oh, that's good. I like the, yeah. I like the matcha. It's so good. It's got more caffeine than regular tea, and it uh, really keeps you alert. They have some other stuff in there that's awesome. There's uh, ashwagandha. I, I, I love ashwagandha. Yeah, you can just... Buy, a lot of these you can buy separately and spend a lot of money on supplements. Ashwagandha is crazy expensive. Yeah. Does, it, does it have lion's mane in it, or does uh, it have some other It does. Mushroom? Lion's mane's great. It's oh, a, that's super expensive, too. It is. Yeah, we buy that for my mother-in-law. Uh, but yeah, that's a nootropic uh, and aptogen, so they have a lot of great things in there. I don't know what they all do together, but they work great together and they make you feel great and make you motivated. That's why I like it. Yeah, so I'd recommend it. How would you buy it? How do we buy it? What oh, do we, we well, have a code? We have yeah, a code. we do. Oh. So you can go to magicmind.co slash conspiracybeerme and you get up to 56% off your subscription for the next 10 days with our code conspiracyb20. This code will be valid forever. 20% off or off both one-time purchases and subscriptions. But like I said, in the next 10 days, you get up to 56% off when applied to a subscription. I, I would do it. Yeah, it's uh, great. And it stacks with a subscription discount from the website, so you get a total of uh, 60, 56% off. So, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, All thanks. Right, thanks. Drink your magic mind. Peace. The other theory is that uh, uh, Purick, pure I think is how you say it, he was um, experimenting with implanting memories through hypnosis. Um as well as synthetic synthetic telep, telepathy. 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 Tele, telepathy. Yep. One of those. Which is communicating with the mind yeah. through a synthetic device. Hmm. And so some people think that he hypnotized this woman and, and implanted in her brain these ideas of hmm. raw. Wow. And yeah. I'm like, one, that's pretty good hypnosis. Yeah. And two... <laughs> Usually to, you can just make them bark like a chicken or yeah, something. Yeah. And then, and then she like... Not the history of the world. In theory, yeah. everything, that, the little bit we just showed you, but all 106 of those books are things that she said that were recorded. Right. And she probably didn't know ahead of time. She was just a yeah. student at this point? No, she, oh, they yeah. did this okay. for like, this is over like the course of like 12 years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It took a long time to yeah. go. It, it, gotcha. The channeling is not something you can just do. Like you can't, it's not something that works every time. The instrument has to be rested. Sometimes yeah. Ra will even say... She's getting tired. She's getting tired. You need. You need. She don't. Do not wake her up until she responds to wow. her own name, yeah. right? And so, like, it, it's harder to do than you think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how easy you think it is to channel extraterrestrials. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. It seems pretty hard. Also, what's interesting too is there's a whole section where they asked Ra. Apparently, uh, throughout this process, one of their animals was sick, like a cat was sick, and they're like, "What's wrong with my cat?" So they like asking about that and then the woman that does the channeling at one point i don't know what her disease was she eventually died of it i believe she uh she was sick and they're like they're asking Ra what what's wrong with her so if right uh, it's just weird that if she was the one making this shit up why would she just not be like oh i know what it is i smoked too many cigarettes mm. and it's probably yeah. cancer it's like uh, Ra was giving reasonings for her thing and talked about things she could do to help it but they didn't i don't think she they wanted her on drugs because that would affect the channeling process it was a whole thing like even if it's not raw what the hell was it? Right, like, exactly. you know, like that's like right. what the hell was making her say this? Yeah, thing? that's that's the the really fascinating thing to me. Yeah, like and a, especially speaking the way all these things sound the same, and it, that woman wouldn't talk like that in right. regular that's life. What I'm yeah, and yet, yeah. it's so consistent in how yeah, that stuff a, is delivered. Right, was it? it's a yeah. really it's a really elaborate lie, 
And again, it was caught. It was all recorded, so you can listen to the audio if mm. you want. And and it's like, well, that that's an incredibly creative person. So either she right. either she like they wrote it out and then she memorized it so she could fake the whole channeling process. <laughs> and then and then there's other people who who come at this hoax thing from a very strange perspective where they're just like, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it all was a hoax. What matters is that there's this teaching. And the question is, like, do you believe this teaching that all things are one? That, like, yeah, that makes sense, too. You know, yeah, so they're just like, I don't, you know, like, there are fictional books out there that are complete fiction, mm-hmm. but yet inspire people and, and shift and generate beliefs in a way. And so yeah. I don't really care whether it was fake or not. The Bible. Yeah. We, have, yeah. you know, we have this teaching yeah. now. <laughs> so let's talk about it that way, which is... Yeah. Which is what I find interesting, because to me, uh, all of this is part of a boom in what was called modern uh, religious ufologies. Mm. So during this time, there was a lot of people that were blending UFOs with religion in this sort of way. Mm. Um, There's a guy named uh, uh, George Van Tessel in 1952 he was contacted telepathically by an extraterrestrial named Ashtar. Um, and he actually used a very similar method. And to this day, there are people mm. who are unconnected with one another who have found each other because they'll go online and they'll be like, I was contacted last night by an alien named Ashtar. And they Google it, and then they're like, holy shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like There are yeah. tons of people that are like, I was contacted by an alien named Ashtar. And so there are people now to this day that believe there is a one of the nine elder gods. Some people say he's one of them, but there's this hmm. there's this extraterrestrial that makes contact with people on Earth and channels them uh, as under the name Ashtar. For what yeah. reason? Yeah, well, what's interesting is a lot of the UFO cases, like the aerial school incident, which is a very uh, interesting one, kids are visited by a UFO, and there's been a, several ones at schools like that. And the UFO... Uh, the occupants always use telepathy to communicate with children right. or, or whoever they're with. And oftentimes the message is you're screwing up the planet. You're doing things wrong. You got to get it together. Yeah. And they often tell kids that because they're the ones that can actually make a difference mm-hmm. and change mm-hmm. it. Um, what's the reasoning why this Ashtar or Ra would speak to us? I guess one thing they talk about in the law of one is that uh, not everybody on earth is a third density being. A lot of them are helpers. They're just, physical manifestations of like fifth and sixth density beings. Non-playable characters. Yeah, yeah. They're NPCs, but they come here. They say Jesus was one of those people that was here to try to direct things a certain way. Um, yeah, helpers, they say. It's yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, they, 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 they should, uh, you know, channel the fucking hillbilly burning tires on his front lawn. Tell him to stop. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, exactly. the planet, you know, instead <laughs> yeah. of the children, maybe tell that guy to <laughs> yeah. but stop I like doing the, what he's doing. The smoke looks cool. What are you talking about? You know, my, I have a friend back in New York, uh, Evan Jacobs. His dad is Dr. David Jacobs, who is... He's written a ton of nonfiction books mm-hmm. about UFOs and aliens. Oh, really? That's what I was looking up. I was just confirming his name before, but he's apparently one of the biggest, like, oh, wow. They're real, and here's why, like, type of. That's author. awesome. His name is Dr. David Jacobs. And okay. He's written, written a few books. I'll check that out. That um, sounds cool. Yeah. You know, I Before I move on, um, you know, the, the, the most popular, I think, UFOlogy religion is, I guess, Scientology. Yeah, I'd say so. Right. But it's so ridiculous. Like, yeah. I believe in real aliens way more than that shit. Like, you don't believe in DC, DC nine space planes packed <laughs> you know, with souls? You know, what I mean? like yeah. that stuff is just complete nonsense. But 
there's clearly something else yes. out there. It's just not that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but it, the reason I bring it up is because, you know, Scientology has this sci-fi right, I, yeah. been to it, you know, where we're, you know, we're Thetans, you know, our bodies are, are just sort of holding a mortal being, but, but Scientology is so powerful and it is, I mean, it's followed by so many sort of wealthy, powerful people that there is to me this possibility that someone could see what Scientology did and say, oh, the long con oh, yeah. is to create a belief system with a believable backstory. And in time, mm. maybe enough people devote themselves to it that it be, it, it grows into its own like thing. That's a real long con, though. Real long. I mean, well, what I do think, you think? I mean, don't you think to some degree? Yeah, but L. Ron Hubbard was a very mediocre book author before. He had like he had a whole catalog before he started doing what he did. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he was a pretty shitty author. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, until he wrote with, his people's Bible with one banger. That's know? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and they're not the 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 one thing I'll say about the the L and L folks is they're not very evangelical. Oh, okay. Like. And and also the the, the what the, what the law of one espouses doesn't lend itself to evangelicalism. Right. Yeah. There is no right and wrong. There's only yeah. one. Right and wrong are the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, There's no good and heavy. evil. It is. Um. It's they say that, but what's weird too is what, I, again we don't have we is all just surface level knowledge. The stuff I've read that says there's two main types of entities or vibrational entities that exist. Uh, and if you want, one's called the Orion group, which they consider to be more like selfish creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when the harvest comes, uh, they say you can, you can evolve to be like someone that's helping others. You spend 99, 90% of your life helping others. And that helps you evolve to this fourth state, or you can do the exact opposite and spend your entire life being selfish and focused on yourself. Then you evolve to the level as well, but you're changing your focus on whether you want to be what we would probably consider bad a bad entity or a good entity. It's all a video game, isn't it? It, it is. It really is. It is. Yeah. Choose your path. You exactly. Know, morality and things like that. For yeah. sure. Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. But that's what's confusing to me. It's like they say there is no bad. And I guess that's true. But I guess you have to choose a path eventually. Hmm. Are you going to be focused on the service of others or the service of yourself? Myself. There you go. Most people will do. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's, but they, that's the problem. They say it's a lot harder to evolve to the next level if you're that selfish, apparently they say it's harder because you have to, final, you have to really love yourself. Final boss is a bitch. It yeah. is, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I, I, the religious aspect of it to me is 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 why I wonder, you know, like there's a lot of power in religion. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe I'm just my hackles are up because it's like, of course, you know, maybe maybe this is like a, you know, someone trying to sort of build out a new religion or even just a cult or followers. Right, but yeah. again, Elkins doesn't have the hallmarks of any kind of cult leader. Like he did. Right. I, I, I couldn't tell from everything I read if he was dating this woman. They mm. call, Cause they wrote books together and sometimes she referred to him as her partner, but it almost seemed like Business research partner. partner. Right, right. Oh, sure, sure. But I never read anything that city was like, you know, banging a harem of women, like your, your normal cult. Leader, right. Right. right like, yeah. So like I, he seemed like a guy that was like, I approach this very scientifically, yeah. right? I don't like to speculate at all about any, any, whether it's right or wrong or true. That's not my job. 
It's like to follow these protocols and do it mm-hmm. as objectively as possible yeah. was my goal. He perfected his tongue flops and his slurps, <laughs> exactly. and that was it. Yeah, that was yeah, all yeah. he wanted exactly. to do. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, the, the other thing that we should, we should bring up before we kind of just parse through this a little more is many people think that what was really going on here uh, has to do back with that guy, uh, Puharich, mm-hmm. Pu- Puharich. Uh, Mr. P. Mr. P. Mr. Pibbles. <laughs> yeah. Because he also did research for the CIA. Oh, now it's getting interesting. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that the CIA, the CIA in this time period did all sorts of experiments with mind control and the astral plane and astral projection and lucid dreaming. Mm. They were all into paranormal Mm -hmm. stuff. And he was someone who would, they was doing all sorts of research for them. And one thing that it's clear the CIA was interested in developing was the ability to do synthetic telepathy. And by, so you said that earlier, synthetic. Does that just mean, uh, you said it use, it's using a device, using right? An op- it's not from person to person. It's from person to thing. thing. It's oh, from like, thing okay. to person, right. Okay. And uh, our good friends at the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency were commissioned by the U.S. Army. Uh, they gave grants to the UC Irvine, Carnegie Mellon, the University of Maryland, uh, to create a device that could communicate with people's minds. And one person said uh, that its goal was to put a little message in your head. Hmm. Uh, and this is the same stuff that this other guy with the nine elders was was experimenting with, is what his patents were about, hmm. were wow. about how to implant thoughts into somebody's head which will never be used for good no never. no no no, never, use it no once and the rest of, the, of <laughs> yeah. all time it's just evil shit yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's a bummer like no one's ever like you're gonna like puppies from now on it's like oh <laughs> no, it, eggs right and, and don't forget eggs at the grocery store <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, thanks. Yeah, yeah, damn it. <laughs> and i guess what's terrifying about this is that if the government could, in some sense, using some sort of technology with radio frequencies and, and certain things, communicate to people, we have countless stories of people who've heard voices in their head. Yeah. I mean... And we lock them up. You know the <laughs> yeah. famous story of uh, Dan Rather and the guy that attacked him? What's the frequency, Kenneth? I know that... That song by R.E.M.? Yeah, 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 that's about a guy that, like... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That was being communicated by Kenneth, and he thought it was coming from, like, NBC, and he, like was always out front of their building and one time attacked Dan Rather. Uh, but but people for... The real villain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tons of time. To- I mean, for, you have talked about yeah. the voice inside their head and they know it's coming from somewhere. And if you don't think that the CIA would do that if they had the technology, like, yeah. they'll do any... They, they did, in the 50s and 60s, the CIA did whatever they wanted mm-hmm. and they had little regard for the, the morality and ethics of any of it. So if this guy was experimenting with implanting memories using synthetic devices, some sort of way, Mm -hmm. so if he was actually channeling a real voice into this woman as part of an experiment Mm -hmm. that Elkins was in on, and she was just sort of a naive guinea pig, that that opens up another possible avenue. And that that, that scares me, especially because now with DARPA actually actively trying to build one of these Mm -hmm. things. And we... We've talked many times about, uh, for example, Havana syndrome. If you don't know, is a um, it was it's got its name because the American embassy in in Cuba 
people were having this phantom sickness where they would hear stuff and then experience all kinds of nausea. And it's now now many embassies around the world have experienced a similar yeah. thing. And it causes brain damage. It like yeah. it's it's recordable what's happening, but there's it's invisible and they don't yeah, know they how don't to know, track it. Yeah, they don't know what it is, but it's basically like some some frequency yeah. just hits your brain and, and it it drives you batty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that kind of stuff as a as a weaponized version. Yeah. I mean, there there's something about our minds to me that you you like to trust your thoughts and at least you like to be able to kind of parse through them and once you start hearing thoughts that you're like i don't know why that thought is coming mm-hmm. into my head and i don't think it's originating from me that's that's the beginning of lunacy in some yeah. regards yeah. and so if somebody has that power right whether it's channeled into something like this which is somewhat innocuous the law of one mm-hmm. i mean the most the worst they ever did was put a website out Right, that's one thing. But if it causes people to want to kill people, right, yeah, or yeah. just go insane, or discredit people, that's a whole nother uh, scary idea. If Don Elkins can basically figure out how to channel Ra through one of his engineering students, I'm damn sure the government figured it out first. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. They, you know, they always wait for someone else to do it sometimes too, and then just take it. So they could have yeah. saw what he was doing and. Like, that's, yeah, that's right. fun. Yeah, yeah, but if, if if this is let's kidnap them and take his uh, take his research. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, if it's real and telepathic communication is something that this these other dimensional beings can do, and they're like, "Well, teach us how to do that," and, they, and it's like, "Ah, jokes on you, Ra." Now we're going to use this yeah. for our own selfish ends, which also gets us to the next dimension. So we're really not being, yeah, you know. I'm surprised no, like another one didn't come down. Like, don't listen to Ra. He's a dick. Here's yeah, here, yeah. Here's here's what you I think. The, yeah. I have the rule of two. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like one up him or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the actual teachings of Ra, this sort of oneness, is not that far fetched from a lot of other. Yeah, we talk about that a lot. Whether it's consciousness and the Monroe Institute has the same ideals about right. how we're all just one entity and yeah. um, we just experience ourselves and we eventually. And, and I think with the law of one. Once you evolve to the highest state of density, you start it all again. So it's just a journey of continuous learning and education. Um, do you know what's the god uh, in Egypt that's an ibis head? Do you know? I can't remember. Uh, There's a quote of Horus. No, that's the owl. Or no, that's not the owl. It's the. I don't think it's. Is it Horus? I don't is know. He, anyway, is he in Stargate also? It probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where I get all my yeah. knowledge. Is Stargate? I'll, um, I'll look it up. But his he has a quote, and I'll have to look it up. But I, it's. Basically, I start as a cell, I divide, I divide again, I divide again, and then I start it all again. It's basically, it's just this constant cycle of learning and dividing and learning. So it it makes perfect sense that whatever this one consciousness is, is dividing just like cells because as... That dude uh, right there? That's Horus. That's Horus. I'm talking about the Ibis. Oh, the Ibis. What is an Ibis? An Ibis is a bird. That is a bird. <laughs> uh, hold on, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna mark this just so I can look this up. Um, Ibis quote. Uh, hey, when you click on this and they give you like a, uh, a real like a that was oh who's this guy? What a giant penis he has. Mm. Who is it? Valley uh, God Men. Hell yeah, man! Yeah, look at that guy. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Dude, that guy. 
I got knows what's up. Whoa. <laughs> he's, he's eighth density. Right <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eight and a half <laughs> density. What? That is a... Eight and a half, nine. You know? Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> know. <good> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> what that's the... like biggest... That's... Damn, that's a huge dong. <laughs> like, that's so stupid. It's funny if the girl who was under the... It was like, and all men should have a 14-inch penis. <laughs> yeah. I that's am raw. the size of his body, man. Yeah, yeah. what is that, dude? <laughs> so, <laughs> look at those nuts. What it's, do we bigger, do? it's bigger than his entire torso, man. What do I do with all, the, all this extra clay? <laughs> <laughs> I got that's one great, idea. Man. Or he was like, he started with the penis and then realized he didn't have enough <laughs> for the body. <laughs> He's just a bad sculptor. Starting a Michelangelo. Fuck, I use all that's why Michelangelo's is so small because he started the body, then made the dick. This guy did the opposite. Man, that's crazy. Good for that guy. Great looking dick, too. Yeah, Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, great looking. uh, How is it? That's he's very front heavy. That's definitely sold in some store as like a toy. Yeah. Oh, uh, you mean like a sex toy? Yeah, 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 yeah not for kids. Women, no, get, not, get your ancient oh, yeah, Egyptian right, god right. on. I'm going to yeah. start sending that as a dick pic. Dude. Yeah. Come know? like an Egyptian. <laughs> yeah. God, that is an incredible Wang. Yeah, who, that's hilarious. Is that his name, Wang? Mm-hmm. Min, min, his name's Min, M-I-N. I wonder if his men have been great. Yeah. Probably, yeah. probably just, uh, you know, men, probably more like god Max. Of, probably right? the god yeah. of fertility. You're right. Um, uh, it's a god of bragging, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the god of uh, bathhouses, you know, <laughs> the god of glory holes. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so, uh, so did you find out what what? Uh, who, I can't what? find it. Of uh, course, said, when you when you go, uh, it's oh Toth. Toth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Toth's good, man. He's a yeah. good dude. Mm-hmm. He yeah. shows up in Narnia. Does he point. really? At the end, yeah. Oh yeah, shows up in the last battle, man. Yeah. So, um, I yeah. can't find the quote, but it's 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 interesting. Yeah, basically just talks about how it's all just cyclical. So, huh. yeah, that's the, the the Egyptian gods had a lot of cyclical mm-hmm. uh, theology because the Nile was such a cyclical part of their life. Sure, sure. You know, the flooding and recession of the Nile was the basis of all life. So, yeah, I the, I'll be honest. When I read the Law of One stuff, the religious part was 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 boring to me. The Stuff about uh, what's the word I'm looking for, like the the explanation for aliens or UFO, all that yeah. stuff's kind of cool to read. It is, yeah. that stuff. Yeah. But what was really interesting to me was this idea of the channeling process and how all of that could have just been part of a CIA manipulation. Really, yeah, which is most interesting to me because it's probably the most plausible, <laughs> right? <all laughs> yeah. This, yeah. Um, yeah. And for every sort of sane mechanical engineer who just puts a website up, there's a dude who killed somebody because Toth told him to. <laughs> sure, yeah. And and you know that that to me is is terrifying. Yeah. Is this different than was it Manson who said his dog spoke to him or the neighbor's dog? Was it? Oh, was that him? No, but he was Manson was a CIA. I mean, he was part of MK Ultra. Is this a similar thing yeah, where it's like yeah. you heard this dog talking to him? Like, yeah, I, I think know, the, probably, the yeah. Central Intelligence Agency has been um, obsessed with the idea of mind control, the Manchurian type of candidate where you could program someone to do something beyond their will for. 65 years and to this day you know yeah Um, and and some of that technology doesn't even have to be mind based it's i mean they have speakers that are only you can only hear them if you're directly in front of it so i mean there's even like lower 
mm-hmm. level of technology that mm-hmm. can make you think you're hearing things. You know, it doesn't even have to be as advanced as we're putting thoughts in your heads. We're just right. like making you yeah. hear shit. I mean, a good no one else can hear. could really. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Dunham made Jeff, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jeff Dunham. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be real. <laughs> Jeff careful. Dunham made me racist. It wasn't yeah. me. It wasn't that way until I started liking his comedy. <laughs> his puppet Hot Tamale told me to <laughs> exactly uh, punch the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm not saying that the religion stuff because I know that uh, someone who uh, ascribes to the law of one. Um, I'm not saying the theology is bad. I'm just saying that wasn't what interested me. About right? This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so, multiple facets of it that are yeah uh, very interesting. Uh, some people are on the line like I don't care anything about the controversy. This document exists. These 106 mm-hmm. chapters exist. If you read those and follow what they tell you to do in your life. It's a good life, hmm. not mm-hmm. not good because good and bad are the same. Right, yeah, yeah. Thing, but it's a life. It's the yeah, way yeah. to live, and it's yeah. not that different than following the tenets of Buddhism or something. It's mm-hmm. um, it's a very sort of neutral life. Yeah, know, yeah. For ascending to a higher level, you know, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Uh, it's definitely worth a read. I'd say just dive in uh, to the website and just read the stuff because it's crazy. They say yeah. that UFOs. That visit us, some are actually ours. So it's crazy that they would even like say that. I mean, back then some people thought that, but it's like, yeah, some of ours, some of the stuff you see is us. Um, it's just crazy. Meaning us, meaning we built craft. A lot of the craft we're seeing is ours. ours. Yeah, yeah. I hope that's not true. I hope it's really aliens. I know. Well, I think it's both. <laughs> they think it's both. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think it might be us time traveling. Oh yeah, I've heard that one too. More don't, more. don't you feel like if time travel is a thing, we already we've already had it by now. That whole no idea. No, because think, I don't know that but... you could time travel. Like, let's say time travel is invent, invented in two thousand twenty three. You'll be able to time travel back to two thousand twenty three, but never before, but not two thousand twenty two. Oh, that'll, that'll suck. Because yeah. the road starts at some point. I want to change a couple of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so you can you can get you and, and I'm not saying it started into that. I think it started earlier, but you can't go back to like medieval times. I can't see a dinosaur. It's like nope. like you can't What's take the point. Your, What's the point? Why if I can't see a dinosaur? Yeah. That's all I want. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can take your cell phone back to 1971. Mm. It's not going to do you any good. Right. You're yeah. not going to be able to charge it. Right. You're not going to be able to get any service. It's. I mean, like it's it's. I just want to. Dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. So well, it's they, they'll re-engineer thing. one soon. Yeah. Uh, the um, mammoth is coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they got the seen. mammoth meatball. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, um, so I don't know if they are or not, but I know that it would make sense to me if that's where they came from. Or if they're ours. Yeah. They yeah. Derived from for, yeah. That's one of the prevailing hypotheses for sure. Because yeah. <laughs> I assume that if I evolve, I'd end up being shorter with less hair, bigger eyes, and be very gray and pasty, like the little gray alien. So, yeah. Oh, that's a great theory. <laughs> yeah. You're pretty right. close. Yeah, you're getting there. You yeah, yeah. Keep, keep it up. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm pretty close, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what oh, do you got? Final thoughts on this thing? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. Then you can go. Like, give the uh, last final thought. Yeah, I, I just, this is one thing that I've said about our podcast a bunch, and I have said about uh, the law of one, is that we talk a lot about conspiracies that may not be true at all, but they're fun to talk about. And it's a story in the zeitgeist and it's a fun, uh, it's a fun thing to do, but talk about these things and whether this is real or not, it, man, there's a lot of great fun to read info on there. You know, I don't know what prompted them to do it, whether it's real or not, but man, it's a good afternoon killer. How long would it take you to, to create 106 chapters with that kind of, I would never be able to. It's a pretty elaborate story if it's fake. Yeah. It's super elaborate. Yeah. 
Um, I wouldn't be, I think it's one of those things like, and the only thing that usually drives people to do that is actually devotion to their cause or money and money was clearly not a cause. Right. Yeah. So I think, uh, regardless of whether it's real or not, some good theology in there, it's worth checking out. Uh, always worth trying to be a better person. And that's what this says to do. So. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What's your yeah. thought? Things like this, I'm always like, why? Which is what like, yeah. the whole point of this is like, why are they doing this? Mm-hmm. Why waste your time, money, energy, your life, your job, you know, everything to do this? And it's something that I think we'll never know. Like, what yeah. makes people do these weird, but like, we enjoy, we cool shit. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, we love hearing about this stuff. But it's like, I don't know. It's like the the whole what I was thinking of too is just like the exorcist still scares me to this day. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm picturing someone laying there spitting up, it's like <laughs> yeah. yelling all these weird things. And that's, it's obviously way less, t- more tame here, but it's like, if that can happen, it's like, that terrifies me in a way, Yeah, you know, but it's also kind of cool that it can happen. Yeah. But I don't know where, where yeah. it, it can't be used for good. Nothing's used for good ever, you know, unfortunately yeah. that, that should be, but it's like, you know, it's, you here. know, it's, that's interesting point um because i was telling somebody recently that there's a theory that you hear uh oftentimes atheists talk about which is like if if all the science books were destroyed that eventually science would get back yep. to they would learn mm-hmm. the same thing yeah um what happens with science is that oftentimes science gets tugged and pulled and framed by very political power and mm-hmm. things so like they they are prevented from saying something that is probably true for for one sort of reason or another. You could make the same argument about spiritual truth or you know whatever you want to call that. Mm-hmm. That if 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 the 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 inquiry into the metaphysical nature of reality were not contaminated by political influence, right? The fact that like this church hates that church mm-hmm. or we believe this and y'all are wrong if we were just to like wipe it all out and come together, there's striking similarity in the religious truths oh, yeah. that the world has always believed, right? Mm-hmm. Like the moral truths of the universe seem to always sort of emerge very, very similar. It's when the lunatics latch on to the completely made up nonsense yeah. that they believe right. is true. That's right. what it's like, right. the fuck is wrong with you? Exactly. Right. And, and some people could say that people like us talking about this are those crazy people. But thing is, we know it. Yeah. This doesn't change my day to day. Right. Right. So it's like, I can, we can talk about this stuff on a pod or we can I'll talk. channel. I mean, that hey, might yeah, change look, my data. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You guys want to channel next weekend? You free? Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm free. Yeah. I'll yeah. try it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, especially yeah. like, you know what? A lot of people that I read, uh, who did DMT, uh, a lot of DMT folks are law of one people. They're like, all oh, this jives really well with oh, DMT. Oh, interesting. Tricks. I would 100% try to be channeled or do the channel. Yeah. I would love to. DMT? Would, would you no, do that? No, I wouldn't do that stuff, but I would do Okay, we'll put you both on the table. I'll do DMT, and then you. I'll just hear what you guys have to <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah. I would do DMT. I just want a doctor on board. Right. Yeah, yeah. With our old hearts, we're fucked. Yeah, that's what I, I don't want. Yeah, yeah I don't want to like. I, don't, I, just want, I just want a doctor to be on call. Yeah, yeah. So in case like. Yeah. yeah, I just read this uh, guy's DMT experience on Reddit, and he was saying that a lot of people talk about a light that they see and to go to it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, felt very comforted, f- comforting, felt like you know 
going light. And then he goes, oh, but if I go through this light, I'll die. Mm. Uh, so he was very conscious of that. And he opened his eyes and then closed them again because he was like, I don't want to go in there. And then he said when he closed his eyes, uh, was it Demirge? What's that demon, that giant demon? He said, grabbed him by the neck. He was like, you're supposed to go to the light. And like, he was yelling at him. And he like flipped out. That's and he's like, okay, I'm, I'm done with that. That's that's like, that. I'll never do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. What? Damn, crazy. man. Yeah. But DMT sounds great. I want to do. I want to meet the machine elves. I want to meet everything people talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, just be careful. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't do drugs, that, uh, kids. <laughs> that you know that you're not being manipulated by some sort of uh, synthetic right mind control device that the CIA has finally figured out with the help of DARPA. Wait, but I think the least of our worries is that we're more worried about TV just destroying our brains. Telling us oh, things right. in the they, internet, they, they, like the internet's funny. doing it publicly, and we're, yeah. it doesn't right, that's bother the, us. That's what I'm saying. There's oh, an yeah, explicit yeah. mind control, yeah. right, going on. Wait a minute. So is the internet the synthetic thing? So basically, oh. mind yeah. controls people. Yeah, I think it's yes. actually pop up heads. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. God, man. You know, you're getting old when you, they get harder and harder to close down. Man, you <laughs> yeah. can't find the X. Oh yeah, the X. <laughs> it's like this pop up ad told me to kill my family. That's <laughs> weird. Yeah, get rid of it. All right. Whenever it pops up for like a game ad, where it's like buy this game, and I'm like, no, this game of closing this down is fun enough. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I don't like, need to wait 30 seconds. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I've, I've basically stopped going to any website because of pop ups. It's yeah. like I can't care anymore. Can't. I hate yeah. it. I've checked my email in eight years. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've had sixteen thousand emails <laughs> uh, unopened in my inbox. All right. Well, I think that's it for the law of one. Okay. But we, I feel like we'll be back to the law of one. There's a lot we yeah. could. Uh, we I could, think so. We now, could, uh, are we all the same thing now? Me, us three, are we one? Well, we, we are. One. We, we are. are. We, everything. Everybody's one. There that's is a great. small coupling ceremony afterwards <laughs> okay. where we light candles. <laughs> we stand in a row uh, and uh, centipede ourselves. But that's a different. Bring thing. that giant dog in. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. got yourself a date. <laughs> yeah, that's enough dick for all of us to suck. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's like a giant corn on the cob. Oh man. Uh, so wait, before we get out of here, Brian, what should people know about you in terms of comedy? Or I know you have a really fun podcast. Tell us about yeah. that thing. That My podcast so. is called Playable Characters Podcast. Got to get you guys on. It's, yeah. Um, it's, uh, I interview video game characters. So I have other comics come on, pretend they're a character. And I just talk to them like they're a real person for, for awesome. like 30, 40 Man. minutes. It's really fun. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. I've been doing this since 2017. Oh, wow. 200-something episodes. Uh, a little, little slight hiatus now just because, you know, after a while you got to take a break. Sure. <laughs> but it's yeah. love doing it. Uh, I've been doing stand-up for 18 and a half years, voiceover for 13 years. And, yeah, I love doing all this weird Do you have shit. socials that people can find you? Yeah, and at you? Laugh at Brian on Instagram and Twitter, Playable Podcast on Twitter and TikTok. I'm on YouTube where I do weird, dumb videos. Cool. Um, yeah, love it. I reviewed 114 of my Ninja, Ninja Turtle figures during COVID. Nice. I did one in one minute episodes on each ep, on each figure. Oh, that's Crazy. Good. Kind of like a Tim and Eric type style, like very dumb and silly. That's fun. But I was super. I was bored, and I had, <laughs> yeah. had 100 Turtle figures sitting there. So wow. I said, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do something with them. Yeah. Um, and the guy who actually was in the Leonardo costume mm. in the first movie always likes my videos. Like, oh, nice. He, I guess he looks for them on Instagram. He'll like, like it or stuff. So that's awesome. That's Mark, awesome. Is Mark Case. Is he the yeah. one that lived in Wilmington? Because one of those guys was Yeah, like, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was a gymnast and he broke his neck and then oh, became yeah. uh, then became a stunt guy. So yeah. he was in the turtle. Wow. He was in the Leonardo costume. like a bad choice. Right? I know, right? Yeah. 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 Turtles can't move their necks though, so it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good call. So, uh, yeah, just, you know, always trying to do weird. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to say this before we get out of here. 
it's always a joy when we have comics move to the area that are actually good oh, and you. funny <laughs> and nice. Uh, so thank you for being part of the scene. And, and being oh, I thought you were coming with a, a, a butt there. Like, it's always <laughs> no. great when someone town no, and no, funny. No, every now and then. Uh, but, you know, Brian, <laughs> it's okay that you're yeah. here, too. Here's the thing. And it's, Log I, one. We're all funny. <laughs> like, a few of you guys have, like, you know, jokingly, like, lovingly made fun, like, in the group. Whereas I'm always like, there's such a nice, positive scene down here. And it really is. Because coming from New York, doing stand-up there since 2004, which made me a good you have to be a good comic yeah. to, to last there that long and i think it makes you good just in general it hardens you you know it's funny you know it's not but like even at your mic justin like the other like hanging out there and just seeing every it's such a fun supportive good time and yeah. like mics in new york aren't like that. yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. Complete opposite they're a, yeah they're a hellscape but it's it's good down here hanging out at the clubs is a good time and everybody kind of does it and it's mm -hmm. like there's only what maybe a hundred comics down here. I feel like there's like ten thousand in New York. So it's yeah. like it's a smaller bet not better, but it's like it's a smaller, more fun at times. Sure. Yeah. Good it's a good time down here. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I, I was nervous at first, but you know, starting anew, but you guys have been awesome. Well good. It, it helps that you're good. Yeah. If yeah. you weren't but, good, we wouldn't be no, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but <laughs> well yeah, this has been uh, a really a blast to talk about. Thank you all for listening. Join yeah. our patron, Spotify Premium if you can, drink a hot fly beer. And listen to Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm Justin. I'm Shane. And this was Brian McGinnis. Peace. Peace. That was fun. That's how I do every audition. Brian McGinnis, you got to sleep.